0: back Paul. don't lie right here on 104.9 the horn smooth so monday well done patrick what is this this is jamming curtis mayfield oh of course
1: of course it's curtis mayfield yeah, some good stuff smooth curtis man mayfield.
0: i need to, i need to have what's the name of this so one? in love Damn. i gotta get up on my curtis mayfield man i'm like now now this this week or sometime maybe tonight i'm gonna go down to curtis mayfield rabbit hole because of patrick now because I got I, I don't have this as a part of my Curtis Mayfield collection. Yeah, you, gotta, you gotta put it in. There. So that means I'm not, I'm not deep enough down the Curtis Mayfield rabbit hole because this is the jam right here.
2: Sounds smooth, don't it? Mm-hmm. Oh, man, that's, that's why it's a smooth soul much. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no question. Thanks, my <laughs> man Patrick, always working hard for us. Smooth Soul Monday. You can be a part of the show. Hit us up, Specs Text Line 512 337 3776. Matter of fact, my man CB has already uh, given us an update on the Specs Text Line. So we we'll appreciate my man CB uh, letting us know about a Longhorn who just found a new home. And as a matter of fact, we'll get into that in our NFL news notes and nuggets here uh, uh, momentarily. You can be a part of the show via the Twitterverse as well. Hard is at Hardball Hard. in Twitterverse. Patrick Davis, the real MVP at its Patrick Davis. Remember, we're off early today for Texas baseball, and we're going to give you a little mini-preview, well, mini-review slash preview of mm-hmm. Texas baseball uh, next segment. We're just kind of going to table Rod around the day since we're off early, and then we'll get back to John Rahm winning the Masters, talk a little Texas basketball, which made a re- ac- what could be a huge acquisition to the coaching staff, and we'll talk a little Texas baseball, so go behind the burnt orange curtain a little bit. And we'll talk about hey, Jordan Spieth. Yup, yup. Scotty for speaking up behind the burnt orange curtains to Lifetime Longhorns. Who uh, played well at the Masters. Not well enough, though, to win it. That's Jon Rahm, uh, the champion of the Masters. So we'll get into that coming up next segment. Before we're out of here at 545 for Texas baseball. Uh, Gentlemen, I want to get into some NFL news, notes, and nuggets. And uh, Daniel Jeremiah has uh, his big board. Everybody does their mock drafts, of course. Uh, But Daniel Jeremiah and a couple of other. I think Mel Kuiper does it, too. And maybe Todd McShay as well. But they do also their big board. And their big board is basically their top Fifty prospects. Some do top hundred. Whatever they just do top overall prospects. Just ranking the best players in the draft. Period. Um, and you know it, it. It's like I said. It varies from you know uh, analyst to analyst. Uh, but this is Daniel Jeremiah. And he he says that Bryce Young is his top guy in the draft, which goes back to the sound we played with Daniel Jeremiah on with Pat McAfee. Mm-hmm. And I believe his quote was. That he <laughs> he would not refute the report that Bryce Young is the smartest quarterback in the draft. So I think that's his way of basically saying he is the smartest quarterback in the draft. Remember, he scored the highest test, the highest score, I should say, on that cognition test that they make all the quarterbacks take.
2: Unbelievable numbers.
0: Yeah, they, they said he was like through the roof. Yep. And oh, by the way, the the the. One of the CEOs, the executives that are in charge of that cognitive test that they take said this quarterback class scored way better than last year's quarterback class. Right. They said this quarterback class was way better. And last year's quarterback class, Brock Purdy, had the highest cognition score, which Sounds about right. Oh, Mr. Irrelevant. That ended up panning out for him. and At least it ended up coming to fruition that he did have uh, elite level of processing uh, for a quarterback drafted that late. Uh, Also, going back to the big board, Will Anderson is the second highest rated player by Daniel Jeremiah in the entire draft on his big board, and third, and third. Mm-hmm. You know what? We have sound actually, Daniel Jeremiah. We got and him. third, yeah, Daniel Jeremiah <laughs> himself. Uh, we'll let him talk about who he has number three on his overall big board.
1: Who's somebody that we we haven't talked about? Obviously, because we're a bunch of stooges. That's probably going to have a massive draft night and maybe pop out of nowhere.
2: Well, I still think Bijan John Robinson's the fascinating one, um, you know, the running back from Texas. And, we you know, we, we did it, I think, when I was in there in studio. You can debate whether you should take one or not take one, the value of the position. He's my third highest-rated player in the whole draft. So if you're looking for somebody to come in and have an incredible impact, not only catching it but receiving it, you know, use the comparison to Edger and James. Um, so Damn. if you got a chance of taking Edger and James and you're going to pass on him so you can take, you know, you know a tackle a corner a a safety whatever else you want to take who's just a much less player I I don't I don't agree with that I don't buy that even if you just say this is six years of greatness I'll sign up for six years of that dude
1: hell yeah that's like everybody gets like well what's long term success look like for like Stetson Bennett or something it's like he could play 10 years is that Mm -hmm. is that that works
0: there you go um he basically he's saying third overall player in the draft gentlemen Bijan Robinson third best player overall uh we'll get to a little bit of the rest of the list uh but Harge, what are your thoughts he's saying that's probably as high as i've seen anybody rank Bijan overall in the draft uh, they've they're, he've been talked about as a top 10 player i believe he's been talked about you know a guy that's top 15 overall um, I even heard top five from a couple of folks. Uh, he's got number three. I'm bullish on him. You know
2: what I'm saying? I think he's one of the best players in the country. And I think that because of the fact that he plays running back, that's why people don't want to talk about him as much. And the position of the running back is, is one that has been disrespected and been bamboozled for a while now, mm-hmm. discriminating, and discriminating and against, huh? <laughs> against. You know what I'm saying? I sit here and I look at it, <laughs> and I'm like, why? Why is it if you're trying to do what's best for your team, and you have him for six years? We already know what the life expectancy of a running back is, right? Mm, pretty much. We, it, we, everybody talks about it. Why not go get the best player on the on the board that is going to be there for those three years, four years? If you're trying to win, why not go get it? That's why I get so frustrated when I always hear, what about the long term? Who cares? (laughs) Who cares? I'm talking about right now, right here, let's let's use him up as much as we possibly can, use his X-Man-like abilities, and make him the player that we've already seen that he is and enhance him once he gets to the league. I've never understood why people keep looking at the running back position and say, let's move it down, There's this a deep one, and all this. It's like, but you're not going to stick around for the second contract anyway. You're not going to pay him that second contract anyway, so why not go get him, and if he's going to help your team win right now, mm. Why not do
0: it? Yeah, I was uh, texting with uh, Fancy Boots earlier today, and uh, she's a Detroit Lions fan. Yeah, she and, posted that you given giving her hope. Uh, yeah, honestly, but the <laughs> Detroit Lions do make a lot of sense. She kind of convinced me of it uh, no. just talking about it. But they got two picks. In the first round, early on, and they have won the top ten. I believe that's their sixth overall pick. They have in the top ten. Then they got 18. So remember, remember what I told you guys. I said I believe somebody's gonna trade for Bijan. Yep. I don't believe Bijan is gonna. You gonna somebody's gonna get them at wherever they are. I think some team's gonna trade down for them, or some team's gonna be trading up, and their whole purpose will be trading down to get that value for Bijan wherever it may be. I could see the Lions trading. Out of six, trading down in six, and deciding, you know what, now we want Bijan, but we don't want him at six overall. We want to get him maybe at another value, pick up another draft pick, and get Bijan Robinson. Or at 18, trading up. Um, to get right. Bijan saying, nah, 18 is too low. We got to get in top 15, we won't get Bijan we got to get to number 12, somewhere around there. So I, I think somebody's going to trade to get Bijan. Either way, it works out. But I'm saying it, it makes so much. He's making the, the closer we get to the draft, he makes more sense for more teams. Right. And I think that's just because you start looking at it. And to your point, Harge, he is the exception to the rule. I I agree. I'm I'm, I'm not a big fan of drafting running backs really high in the draft, especially like in what, what's considered the lottery of the NFL draft, those top 16 picks or whatever it may be. I am not a draft-the-running-back-that-high a kind of guy, and I can give you the numbers to back up why you shouldn't do that. But there are exceptions to every rule. He's the exception to the rule. That's, I call it kind of the Randy Moss exception. A lot of people were hating on Randy Moss when he came out because of the you know the issues away from the field, and there were some concerns about you know, character and all that kind of stuff. And those are legitimate concerns and should be right. data points in the evaluation. But some guys, the talent outweighs any of those issues and by the way, Bijan's got no issues. His only issue is the value of the running back position overall. Uh, but Bijan outweighs those issues. I told this story last week, uh, and my wife doesn't mind me telling the story. I listen. I I was never a huge believer in marriage. Not, and I don't think anything's wrong with it. It's great. It's just different for everybody. Hill's uh, got a fifty percent success rate. So I mean, it, it's gonna work for you or it ain't gonna work for you. I just think it depends on the people. Um, so I was never a huge believer in it necessarily. I mean, I could give or take it. But I told my wife when. I was getting ready to marry. I said, I don't believe in marriage. I believe in you. You're the exception to my rule about marriage. You're the exception to it. That's Bijan. I like Bijan. it. I like it. Bijan's the exception to that rule. Now, I would never drop a running back in the first round. He gets too deep of a position. But there should be exceptions to every rule. He would be the exception to it. Still wouldn't drop him in the top five. Hell no. I'd drop him like somewhere around 10 to 12. That's what I'd get Bijan. I think he'll drop there.
2: Well, that's the perfect area think for be, everybody. Everybody yeah. feels the same way you do. I think it'll do. be 10
0: to 15 yeah. is where somebody's going to get Bijan. Right outside the top 10. That's uh, it.
1: Yeah, it, I think it, and it is. it is. It's going to be a draft night thing of whatever run there is, that team that wanted a, a defensive end, but the two defensive ends they wanted are gone. And yeah. is that a 9 or is that at 11? Is that a 13? You know, that pick. Mm-hmm. And then they go, all right, that guy's not there. Let's trade out. And we tell everybody, this is Bijan pick if you want him. Offer us the best deal right now. Exactly, and whoever, like, we're giving the deal to whoever wants Bijon right now, and someone go up and get him.
0: Yeah, we're calling, and we're calling every team we know (laughs) that that
1: wants this guy. And it it is, it's that rule where you go, you don't normally take a defensive tackle in the, you know, early in the draft because you go, no, we'd rather have a defensive end, a defensive tackle. They're 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 wins above replacement, to put it Mm -hmm. in in a in a baseball sense. It is just yeah. something where you go, look, we can put another guy there and if it's if they're a 10 or a 7, it doesn't really cost us that many wins. However, if we have a defensive tackle that can take up three offensive linemen and he can rush the quarterback and he allows nobody to ever get past him, well, they are. Now he's a top 5 pick because this guy is a game-changing. He yeah. now gives us multiple wins. Bijan Robinson is one of those guys who go, he may give us two or three wins a season. I feel like that. I feel like it's a possibility
0: he could go, he could step into the NFL in his rookie year. He it's possible. He could be the best running back in the league. I mean, just it's think, possible. He's a guy mm-hmm. that
1: even early in the season, his rookie season, will make safeties and linebackers have to pay attention to him. And there's not many rookie running backs that get that respect out of out of the gates. But defensive coordinators will play in game plan week one of the NFL season. Whoever has Bijan, hey man, don't let him get space because he can make the first guy break the first tackle and make the second guy miss. And that's twenty five yards if we don't respect him. Yeah, he oh yeah he can turn as I said. He, certain guys move the
0: chains. Other guys change the game. Yeah, he he changed. And, and so I think that <laughs>
1: if you have a guy that you can go week one of rookie season, could could have defensive coordinators game planning against him. That's hard not to take in the first round. I know it's hard that, not to take early. No, what I'm saying there is My a. Boy.
0: Uh, and I, I, I think it's a deep <laughs> running back draft. There's a trade market wide open still for running backs. Derrick Henry and Dalvin Cook. I mean, hell, uh, what's the uh, the running back for the chart? Austin oh, Eckler. He wants to be traded, too. There's, there's there is a robust. He's forming a union. <laughs> right, for <running> back. They <laughs> need running one. Back. There's yeah. a robust market for running backs right now. So all of that is devaluing Bijan even more. And he is still right now, I think, trending in the right direction. So, I, yeah, like I said, he's the guy I would make an exception for. He is the biggest wild card in the draft. There are other players that are intriguing and that may be more of the high kind of high risk, high reward players, those types of players. But I don't know if there is more mystery and uncertainty surrounding where a player is going to drop in right. Dijon, right. In terms of the, the, the top players at their positions. Because it's all over the place it's all, He's it's, got like it's eight and every nine. every part like, of that's it. That's like 10 teams that you could legitimately make a case for. Like, yeah. oh yeah, they could drop Bijan. Yeah. That's not the case for the top players at every other position.
2: No. You're still trying to figure out right now with Bryce Young and, and two T.J. Teams. Stroud. Yes, <laughs> right. <laughs> that's teams. what I'm saying. So yeah, you're right.
0: Oh man, I can't wait to see where he goes. I really can. I'm excited for him. I just hope it's a team that's got some creativity. But you're right, Harsh. Ultimately, we're just gonna watch a team use young up today, till, right? Till basically he's got no more carries, and that's the. And I, it's it, it's great, but also. It's bad for him as a player. He's not going to have a, 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 a knock on wood unless he's the exception to that rule. And I think he may be to he that may too. He may be. He may be more durable than most running backs. But for the most part, if they're going to give him that kind of heavy workload, workhorse yep. reps early on in his career, we know what that does Zeke uh, to a – to an elite running back. Right. Well, it, it, look at Frank Gore
2: played in the league for how long? He's the exception to the rule. Right. That's what I'm that saying. Has, so him so Adrian
0: Peterson are. Right. But he could
2: do that. He could definitely Easily do that. Like that. He could still bounce around. He'll still be able to go out there. Frank Gore played. He got 16,000 yards rushing in the NFL and played for like
0: 20 years. Yeah, he, but there's not many of those guys. That's like that's like three of those I,
2: guys. I agree. Yeah. But I think that Bijan can, be one, can be one of those
1: guys that's an exception to the rule. Because yep. he takes care of himself. And, but not only that, even <laughs> if he isn't, that's not what you're picking. If you yeah. get lucky, you get that. Yeah. Oh, but yeah. if no, you no. just get what you're picking on draft day, which is four to six years of greatness, that is enough to say, let's take four to six years of greatness, then hope that this other guy turns out to be anything. Because the, we know once you get past pick 10, there is no guarantees anymore. I mean, really, past pick five, there's not really much of a guarantee. I mean, there's not
2: really guarantees anymore, yeah. period, in uh, the NFL. Let's think about some of the guys that were drafted early that were in different positions that didn't pan out. Oh, no. So there'll be. I mean, they're, they're,
0: there's something. No, you're right about that because yeah. ultimately, first of all, there aren't even 32 first-round grades for every team. Every mm-hmm. team has a different grading system. Those are so, the ones that continue
2: to, pa- exactly. to, to pass back to Yeah, so Matt
0: Miller, in his draft uh, analysis, he's saying he's got 19 first-round grades. That's how it works sometimes. You get 19 first-round grades, but they're 32, 31 yep, yep. first-round picks, whatever it is that year. And then, like Hart said, you, then you account for the whiffs. It seems yeah. to just screw up their first round pick. Hey, whiff they drafted, a guy that should have and drafted in the third round or a bust in the first round. And then you start thinking about it, there's a lot of talent that kind of falls through the cracks mm-hmm. for you after the top ten um, that you can take advantage of. So uh, yeah, I mean it's, it's draft. There's a lot of uh, I guess a lot of um, uncertainty just around where Bijan's gonna end up. But I, I love it though. Chargers, Eagles, Bills, and about the Eagles? I was oh. I was with Hugh. I'm not
2: with him, but we were going back Detroit. and forth today. Me and Hugh Douglas. He was talking about Bijan, and
0: I was like, anywhere but there, man. Oh, anywhere
2: he, but Philly, bro.
0: That could be a checkmate type thing, too, man. There's I know that that that, know. that running game with him and Jalen Hurts in the backfield that would be lethal. Which is
2: why the Cowboys are looking at it, saying, "Hold up, man.
0: Cowboys can't. defense can. If anybody can match up, Cowboys defense can match up. But yeah, you don't want to have to deal with that type of oh." Force of nature <laughs> in your division. <laughs> what do you call them? Oh. Uh, force multiplier. They got they, yeah. they got a bunch of them. yeah. They got a they got a bunch of them already. Uh, all right, uh, we'll get to uh, Danger. Am just really quickly just to give you kind of the rest of his uh, top ten here on the big board? Uh, after Bijan, Tyree Wilson, he's got number four, guys. Mm-hmm. Texas Kip Tech, DN. Texas Tech, yeah. He's got him the number four overall player on his big board. Now that's something I didn't see either. This guy could end up because I think Lance Lance Zerline, I Loves believe. Him. He, yes, he, he loves them. I think one of his he's got the Texans, I believe, trading up to get him in one of his mm-hmm. mock drafts. So he loves him, too. And I didn't know he was flying up draft boards that, that high. Jalen Carter, who is the D tackle from Georgia, he's got him at number five. And he's got Devon Witherspoon, the corner from Cornerback. Illinois, at number yep. six. Mm-hmm. And he's got C.J. Stroud at seven. So he's got C.J. Stroud a little low on the list of his big board.
2: Yeah, I'm not liking that from
0: Jeremiah. He's got Dalton Kincaid, tight end from Utah, at number nine in his big board. Come on, man. It's a tight end, bro. It's like like the running back. (laughs) Don Kincaid is kind of a freak, though. Because I want to say... Is he he closer to Kelsey? Um, Or is he closer to Kittle? Oh, that's a good question. i got to find Mike, because I've been doing some draft day uh, research, and I do know that he is one of those guys where he started playing football really late, and the Mm -hmm. Cowboys love those players. I'll get those notes, but he started playing football late, and basically uh, didn't have a ton of football experience, but... Achieved at a really high level. He's only been playing football. I believe he goes to. he been playing football for like five, like six years. Yeah, like organized football. He's one of those guys. Um, so Cowboys love those guys with that kind of high upside. So he could be one of them. Um, all right. So uh, that's the rest of the big board for uh, Daniel Jeremiah. We come back. We'll talk John Rom, winning the Masters. A little Texas baseball review slash preview and Texas basketball making a huge acquisition to the coaching staff. All of that and more right here on Ball Don't Lie on One Hundred and Four down the Horn. I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore!
1: Find out what happens when people stop being polite and start getting real.
0: You ain't keeping it real! My God! Okay, it's happening!
1: Everybody stay calm! Oh, you've, you've got, you got it now. To it's time for
2: Rod's oh. Rant of the Day. Hold on to your butt.
0: All right, welcome back to Rod's Rant of the Day here on Ball Don't Lie. we got a few minutes before we give you up to Texas baseball, and uh, courtesy of my man Hardball Hard, we'll get a little review, uh, preview of Texas baseball coming up here in a couple of minutes. But there is some big news that we need to share uh, as it relates to Texas basketball. Um, It is being reported by ON3 uh, that Texas guard Arterio Morris... Um, a former five-star recruit and McDonald's All-American plans to enter the transfer portal um, he told on three so uh, they got this from the horse's mouth if you will um, six 6'3", six, 190 uh, as a freshman averaged a little under five points uh, per game in a little 12 minutes per game but did start showing a ton of improvement late down the stretch uh, when Texas needed a, uh, some juice, uh, needed some energy uh, to the lineup. Uh, he was a guy that showed a ton of promise hard and I like, got I always say the transfer portal giveth and it taketh away. Uh, this time it taketh away.
2: Yeah, I'm not excited about this at all. Uh, it's very disappointing for uh, me because I really thought that this kid was somebody that I loved his energy on the floor. Mm-hmm. Every time he came in, he was a physical presence, he played with a lot of uh anger, you know what I'm saying? So, anytime he got a chance to show what he has, he did that, and it's uh, a hope that everything works out and he ends up coming back to the University of Texas because I I felt like he was going to be one of those pieces for this year, especially with that energy. And he was in a McDonald's All-American. So a lot of people are going to be looking at him and trying to to, uh, get them in their program. But I'm disappointed in this one. I thought for sure he was looking at this as an opportunity. For him to play,
1: yeah, I, I thought for sure he was going to be in the starting lineup this year. I thought he was going to take over one of those spots in the mm-hmm. starting lineup just because we saw his improvement later in the season, oh, and then the Big great. Twelve tournament, yeah. Uh he played so well. So, so it's disappointing, you know. As I said earlier, we, Roman Rumba is also gone into the transfer portal. Odds are neither one of them are coming back out. We know, I mean, Arturo Morris picked Texas over Kansas and Memphis and like some other bigger schools that that had that had some name value. Mm-hmm. So, it, it will be. We'll have to see where he ends up going, but uh, it's disappointing because he's another really good player. I mean, you figure this is partly because they go home for Easter break and have some other people in their ear, and maybe that sways them to go one way. But it may be, too. Rodney Terry has some people in the transfer portal, and he has told some of these younger guards that it may be another year before they play because he thinks they're bringing in some more experienced players to play. That may be it, too, because we've seen two guards now decide that they're going to the transfer portal. So the guard play may be they may yeah. be aiming for some older people in the transfer portal and you were as well. Losing
0: guards too. Yeah. So that was gonna be those minutes there. Yeah. At the so guard there are position. there are minutes
1: there and that's that's the question is until we see as you say, the, the transfer portal giveth and it taketh away. Always you we need to see what it giveth. <laughs> because that is the big question mark because, once again, I will say, there is one returning player for Texas right now and it's Brock Cunningham. Hey man. die, Brock Cunningham. Every time. Who is currently, I believe, on a road trip across the country. Hey, he as it. he does after every season. But who's, who's uh, who's he, that is our one player on Texas basketball what? right now. So, I'd love to hear somebody else not go on the portal and say they're coming back. But until then, <laughs> uh, we'll just wish the best for <laughs> Morrison Rowan.
0: Uh, yeah, that's a good point, though, Patrick, because you're losing Gar- you're losing Sergio Barrett-Rice, you're losing Marcus Carr, and and Tyrese Hunter has put his name into yeah. the,
1: the, the, draft. the draft,
0: but he hasn't hired an agent, so he can always— No, and he
1: could enter the transfer portal as well. Uh. I mean, he's already transferred once, but now that's kind of an out there, you can transfer more than once now thing, Oh, too. yeah,
0: you definitely—I don't know how, how the rules work, but it has happened. Yeah. It's happened too many times for yeah. it not to so, be so something. So technically that
1: he could. Like, that, We're not saying that he is uh. coming back either. That's There is no written in stone that anyone other than Brock Cunningham is coming back. That's <sighs> the one guy.
0: Yeah. <sighs> Yeah, Man, it's a new age. It's, it's, it's every year, every sport. Yeah, you you either got you got to re-recruit the roster, and then you have to turn over the roster every year. Now, addition to the recruiting, but now your own guys yeah, that you had exactly. there, are, are, are gals too, by the way, gals, Oh, the yeah, ladies. They, the, that the, happens the, a lot too. The, the women's basket uh, women's basketball transfer market lit?
1: Yes. It's crazy.
0: Oh, it's crazy. Can Texas basketball get on some of that? We got a lot coming back, though, don't we? We do. do, uh,
1: I know Sonia Morris is the one girl who is eligible for the WNBA draft tonight who has entered her name in for that. Uh, That is the one who was in the the War of Words with... uh, Van Light? Yes, at the end of the season, but she was a senior, so she she has put her name in for the draft tonight. Okay, there you Uh, go. I don't know if she's projected to go in the draft but she has put her name
0: uh, and speaking of Van Life,
2: that she's in the trans portal. yeah she's, she's yeah. on the do not contact list she put it out there do not contact me I already know what's up yeah uh, you
0: yeah. know and if I was a student athlete I wouldn't get into that portal unless I already knew either. Exactly. I wouldn't get into that portal thinking, you know what, uh, hope, hopefully it'll all work out. No, no, I would have a plan, and I would already have my two top teams that are offering me already. That's done. That's already situated. That but, is Rod, t- that means there's tampering. Oh, which nah, is exactly, like exactly. <laughs> what I'll say about tampering. Tampering's is like Speeding. All I, I, of y'all done it today sometime. <laughs> All of y'all broke the law, and everybody is breaking the tampering rule in college. Uh, As a matter uh, of fact, uh, if you don't do it, you probably ain't doing your job. There it is. There, there is yeah.
1: a crazy story Brady Manick talked about when he left Oklahoma to go in the portal, ends up in North Carolina, that he basically puts his name in, doesn't hear anything, so he doesn't know exactly when his name gets like approved to go through and everything. And then one day his phone starts ringing off the hook.
0: And he's oh, like, that's what he oh, went through. <laughs> it went through, yeah. Because now
1: everyone's calling me and be like, "Hey, Brady, you gotta come here. You gotta come here." I know. I yeah. want to see how the transfer,
0: like the portal, actually, like the 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 whatever well, the access portal, yeah. How it actually looks, like the user interface. Oh looks. my goodness, I, I've never you seen know it.
1: it's an NCAA, so it's a it's a dot matrix <laughs> printout. <laughs> You're still working on that DOS computer. I want to know how that. Yeah.
0: All right, uh, all right. Just talk Texas baseball. where I got a little yep. bit of time here. Yep. Uh, tell me something good about Texas baseball.
2: Texas baseball won the series against K State on. On, uh, this weekend It ended up going Friday, Saturday, Sunday I was at the Friday game Me and my family We ended up leaving In the bottom Top of the Eighth inning By the time we got to the house We realized that Texas won When we left They were losing They were down Five to one Ended up Ooh. winning Six to five Ended up walking it off And then I mean not walking it off But winning the game they lost on Saturday, ended up winning on Sunday, beat them. Uh, Eric Kennedy is out of the lineup today. He got ejected. Mm. Pierce will be there coaching. Uh, Jared Thomas will be batting leadoff, and Dylan Campbell will be playing center field for Eric Kennedy as he's resting today.
0: Oh, yeah, nice. And uh, Texas baseball coming up right next. That's you don't right. Have, uh, you need, need not go anywhere. Uh, 545, we got the pregame with uh, Craig Way on the call. Uh, first pitch at 6 o'clock. Uh, what you got on tap, Arch? I'm gonna watch this baseball game. Oh, there you go. And Listen to you? Craig
2: Way on the way home. Damn right. Don't
0: you go? gotta listen
1: to Craig Way on the way home too.
0: I love that. I'm listening to Craig Way on the way home. Watching Secession tonight. That episode. One of the best shows on TV. I'll talk about that tomorrow. All right. We come back tomorrow, same time, same place. Remember, just not be telling. about I'll talk about it right here on Ball Don't Lie. We love you guys. We mean that. Take care. You says more play. take care of each other. Peace.